Welcome to I Am Gaima, the podcast. The episodes from Passport to Zuri are going to resume, um, I would say pretty soon. Right now, one my partner in crime basically for travel, Koku Ganza, is actually on her way back from Italy. She's been on tour um, doing, well, I would say a residency actually, um, with one of the biggest jazz festivals in Perugia. So shout out to her kudos and all of that. Um, but we've been getting a lot of positive reviews about the content of our travels and we're going to resume because we definitely have more countries to cover and share with you all. So that's coming. Um, and I am going to be focusing on um, adding more content into the podcast that really kind of highlights my work that I do for clients. Um, And that's in regard to strategic marketing and business management. So I'm excited to bring that to you all. In the meantime, I wanted to get into what actually everybody should be focused on right now, in my opinion, which is hot girl summer. Yes. summer um i did my research because you know i'm one of those what is this hot girl summer talk this banter about pleased to share with you that it is about self-love self-confidence um and it's megan the stallion's way of expressing her artistry and tapping into a much bigger you know, thought process, which is everybody really needs to take a step back 
or maybe step forward, you know, given the situation to take some time to self-love and um, build up self and all of that. Like it's important, you know. So once I really found out what that was about and it was, you know, just more than another one of these random ass hashtags um, that we see on social media, you know, I subscribe to it. It's actually a part of my regular ass daily life. And um, I wanted to get into it, like dig into it. Not on some like, this is what you need to do because Gaima says, but low key, this is what I suggest that you do from um, one who knows about the importance of self-care, self-confidence, um, maintaining a balance, finding that inner peace and all that good shit, okay? So, I mean, for me, the first thing, of course, like love yourself. What does that really mean? Because everybody is, you know, saying, how do you love yourself? Like, I love myself because I go get my feet done. I love myself because, you know, I take bubble baths every weekend. I love all of that counts, right? But there's more. How are you practicing taking care of yourself, not only physically, but mentally. You know, of course, sleep is the first thing that you can do to take care of yourself. Don't get caught up in the whole, oh, I sleep when I die, hustle hard, da-da-da-da-da, the grind doesn't stop, yada, yada, yada. I'm an entrepreneur, which means I make money or if I don't work, I don't make money. There's no like other way that I get money, right? I don't have sponsors that just, you know, cash at me. Even though I'm very open to receiving complimentary cash apps, um, check the, the link for my cash app ID, okay? But seriously, like, even though, you know, I definitely travel, I work, I do a lot, everything is like, you know, um, it's manifested by, you know, my own initiatives. I am, am absolutely an advocate for proper rest. I cannot be everywhere. I can't go to every event. And, you know, recently I actually had to put myself on pause, like you're on pause from going to any events doesn't mean that you don't support the people in your networks, you know, your personal networks, of course, your business networks. But sometimes, you know, in order to avoid burnout, you need to, you know, make sure that your fuel is right, like your fuel levels, like you are not draining yourself. And I had an experience where I was running into that. I was dealing with some some stress points within entrepreneurship that I wasn't even expecting, right? And I was so stressed out that I was trying to like work through it, but I wasn't doing a good job and I actually broke out. I had eczema on my face and I've only had that happen in um, the past, like two other times in life. And 
because of how serious those particular episodes were, like what was happening in my life when that happened, I knew as soon as I realized that I was now dealing with the eczema breakout, I was like, oh, you're, you're tripping. You're not taking care of yourself. You're avoiding something that you need to solve. And your skin is literally reacting because your stress levels are, are out of control. So sis had to take a step back. I had to regroup. I had to get my shit together. And the best way for me to do that is to go home. And so that's what I did. Um, by home, that's to my mommy's house. Yes. Um, where, you know, within her home, it's my home. That's where I have my for real personal space. Um, I also have a creative space there and an abundant access to spinach, tomatoes, cucumbers, the best salad dressings, and um, the ability to just like be in a quiet, safe space to think, to recalibrate. And so that's what I did. And it was such a blessing. Um, not only to just be in her presence, as well as my younger sisters, um, but to just be able to be me, get back to me, get back to what matters, get back to focusing, get back to being clear, getting clear on what I want to do, my priorities, etc. And, you know, it can be difficult to even admit that you're in a space where you need to do that. But guess what? It shouldn't be because this is life. This is what we're going through. Like we are all in this thing called life. It's a marathon. It's not a race, especially a sprint. You know, we go through things. There are hurdles, but this is not you know, something where you get to from point A to point B and then that's it. No, not at all. African, cute, beautiful, fun, Wakanda, fancy, stylish, auntie, artistic, tomboyish, serious, Africana, camo, and so much more. Pronounced, I'm young. Level up with I'm Young Fashion. Visit I'mYoung.com. We go through ups and downs, good times, bad times, and it's really about figuring out how to react no matter if things are going extremely well or the complete opposite. And how do you react in those spaces and places so that, you know, you're still healthy? Um, so I'm grateful because... I paid attention to my body and paid attention to the signs and didn't just ignore it and push past it, you know, which could have ultimately taken me into uh, a more critical state and uh, made myself more unhealthy. Um, it's something that all of us probably at one point in time in life have been guilty of overworking ignoring our bodies and running ourselves into the ground um and just you know as i've gotten older and become just more aware i pay attention and so when things are not right i gotta take a step back pause whatever it is to get right so i did 
So, you know, practicing loving yourself, how you do that, you know, it's every everybody's different. That method that I shared may not be what works for you, but figure out what does work for you and do that. Um, in line with that, you know, love those who love you. One of the things that I really get a high off of is being with family and friends who are just absolutely genuine. You know, I'm happy to see them. They're happy to see me. It's nothing but laughter. Sometimes it's tears. You know, whatever the emotions are, everything is real. We're all present in the moment and we can just focus on each other and celebrate just being together. That shit makes me feel amazing. I love it. And I pursue it. I can't always see the people that I love all the time. So I do my best to communicate, you know, social media, of course. Um, I actually use the phone and I call people um, live. Yeah, not just texting. Um, I do call. And um, sometimes, you know, people that I want to talk to, like I'll think about them, but I don't get to call them. And what's been happening for me recently is like I will think of someone and maybe I'm not in a place or a space where I can call them. Like maybe I'm like on the subway or, you know, just in the middle of something and I can't really stop and, and talk to them. But I swear, like the universe has been bringing people to me. Um, if not physically, like they will call me or text me or something. And so I'm just grateful because um, I just, the people that I love, I love them. And I appreciate when they show me love back. Like it means the world to me. Um, with my recent travels of just, you know, seeing family, being in spaces where I've been able to be around family that I don't usually get to see. I'm like, I will stretch myself thin. I do admit to make sure I can see whoever I can. Like it matters to me. And just been grateful because some family members and friends that I hadn't seen in a minute I was able to connect with um, recently. So I'm just so grateful. So love those who love you is my number two. Number three, colors. As a designer and, you know, I just love fashion and all that. Um, I'm always you know, in a space, in a place where I'm paying attention to the colors around me. Um, not just fabrics and, you know, what's, I guess, quote unquote, trending, but nature really influences me. And now that it's summertime, of course, finally, because it took forever to get here this summer, right? Um, I've been paying attention to flowers and how vivid some of the pigmentation of the petals on flowers are. So growing up, I was really kind of like anti the color yellow. And I don't really know why, but um, it is what it is, right? Don't sue me. And, but when you've got clients who really favor that color and in general, like, when you're creating for people, you know, 
you have to realize like you're creating for people. You need to figure out as a creative how to keep your client base in mind when you're sourcing, in my case, like when I'm sourcing for fabrics and things of that nature. So I've really been focused on like falling in love with the color yellow. Um, and by doing so, like I start with nature, like I'll go to places where, you know, gardens, so on and so forth. And I'll figure out which which flower has what color that I'm not necessarily in love with. But wow, the way that this color sits on this flower, like that shit's nice. And then I'll like take photos and I'll start to look for fabrics that align with that photo. Or if I go thrifting, I'll look for pieces that capture that color. And so this, this summer has been, yellow has been it for me as far as like kind of trying to grow um, my love for the color yellow. And um, I've been able to capture some dope um, pieces while like thrifting and um, sourcing fabric that capture yellow in like an amazing way. Obviously, there's so many different hues of yellow and just depending on though what the fabric is, um, you know, it, the way that it, it hits your skin when you're putting on a certain piece, like it's different. It can sometimes like elevate you quickly just by like how it hits. Like if you're working with like a wrap dress, you know, or sarong and you're like my complexion, like a, like a, like a deep brown, you know, I'm a deep brown, like a mocha brown, something, something cute and rich, right? And mustard yellow is like, what's, what is just, ugh, on my skin. Um, there's a blogger that I follow. I absolutely love her. Um, I think it's Simply Sin. She does an amazing job with the way that she curates her photos and the different pieces that she puts together. You know, um, you know, embrace people online who are, who do this and like, it's their focus and they're, they're giving you different options and ways to be dope and to embrace bold colors, you know, especially if you're not, you know, historically into, like you feel for whatever reason, cautious. One great idea that I um, have put into practice, every color that I've been a little leery of, I am trying them on my toes as like colors, like when I go to get my feet done. So I started with yellow and I was, you know, a little uh, leery, but, you know, my sister and I, we picked out, you know, they gave us a few options. And so we arrived on one particular option. And uh, of course, you know, it was everything. And when I went to see my nieces in um, Maryland, one of their friends, we were talking and she was like, yeah, I hate the color yellow. And I was like, girl, low key, I did. She was, I was like, but look at my feet. And she was like, oh, that's cute. I said, don't we feel a little bit differently now about yellow? So, you know, you can change your mind about 
honestly anything, but it starts with just being open to try something new and embrace it. So start with falling in love with a new color. Um, it could change your mind, that thought process, if you practice that and apply it to other aspects of your life. You never know. Fall in love with growth and change. I think that's my number four for, you know, this whole hot girl summer thing. Because quite frankly, these days, some of the conversations that I'm having, you know, of course, it's a lot of birthdays, you know, during the summer months. And for several people in my life, they're having some like, you know, um, what we call important birthdays. So like, I'm turning 25 this year, or I'm turning 30 this year, that sort of thing. And they're noticing, you know, things are different, maybe different in their lives with the friendship circles, family, um, and not necessarily that someone has changed, but that their own perspective has changed. Yet, the question is, like, do you have a problem with change? First and foremost, like, are you upset? And if you are, why? What are you mad about? You know, other topics, my body's changing. You know, I used to be able to drink and get up the next day and just go to work and not even think about it. And now I'm tired and I can't do this and I can't do that. And I don't know, sis, like, and I'm like, well, you sound mad. Like, first of all, are you mad? Because growth, change with growth, it's inevitable. Like, it's something that you have to do. It's a part of life. So, you know, I can remember, you know, one of my important birthdays. That year, like, a few of my friends, like, freaked out. Oh, my God, I'm not married yet. I don't have kids yet. I don't know this. I don't know that. Like, what the fuck is wrong with my life? Like, I thought I was going to have this by this age. And that's not what it is. And I'm like, wait, what are these standards about? Like, are they about like your own personal goals and you feel like you dropped the ball and you didn't stick or adhere to like your path and like your plan? Or is this just self-imposed? Like, because, you know, we come from, you know, uh, being African, we come from a culture where, like, everybody is trying to take, you know, these uh, ridiculous-ass uh, standards and literally perpetuate them onto you. And it starts at a very young age, and it it's so ingrained into a lot of our minds, we don't even realize that it may not have ever been our own original thought. And it's a thought and, you know, standards of somebody else. Doesn't matter who that person is, your mom, your dad, your favorite uncle, whomsoever. You're walking around carrying this burden of you need to meet this. You need to do this. You need to do that or else like you failed. And it's like at the end of the day, first and foremost, are you even are you even being honest with why you're thinking about this to begin with as a priority? Why does this matter to you? Does it matter to you because it should? Like, do you really want this for yourself? 
I don't think a lot of us are even stopping to figure out, you know, what is it that I want for myself, right? Now, by us, I don't mean me because I've had and continue to have these conversations. Like I have these conversations with myself low key, like every three to six months, just because I think I have to as an entrepreneur, I have to. It's not even something that's of option, especially if I'm, you know, I have a plan to stay sane. You know, I have to check in. I have to make sure that I'm managing like my path, right? But a lot of people, they don't manage their paths. Um, And they're coming into a space and a place now in life where they're realizing that they have all of these self-imposed, you know, ideas that they're not meeting. They have these expectations that they're not reaching. And ultimately, you got to sit down and think like, is the expectation that you have, um, you know, decided to align yourself with, is it really yours for you? Like, are you aligning with something that makes sense for what you want within? Or is this something that was perpetuated onto you at age 12 during a Thanksgiving meal when one of your cousins showed up and that aunt or uncle made them, you know, um, the topic of discussion? And and in that moment, you decided to carry on a burden of trying to maybe emulate that relative and it didn't even make sense. You know, why are you even thinking about this as you didn't meet this expectation. Is it an expectation that you should have even had for yourself? You know, those are the deep introspective conversations like people need to start having with themselves first. Then once you figure out, you know, first what you really do and don't align with, then figure out, okay, what's changing? Is this change, does it make sense? Should my thoughts be changing so that I can be happy? Am I dealing with some growing pain or am I dealing with a growing pleasure? You know, it's all about perspective, but most important, like, I think it's just important that you figure out what really aligns with what you want, what you think. The banter, the narratives that are being fed, societal pressures, be very careful about how all of those, you know, dictate how you live your life. You know, if it doesn't align with you, like really you sit down and do some thinking and certain things, principles that have been, you know, pushed on to you, if it doesn't really align, it doesn't sit well with you, you know, get real about, well, what does? And how can I live my life so that it's full and it means something and I'm not battling myself every single day. And when things happen that are unexpected, I freak out because I can't believe this happened this way. Yada, 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 I can't believe. Like, relax, relax, you know? Um, It's a hot girl summer, you know, I've said this. I'm gonna continue to say it. And um, I know some of you out there listening, potentially watching, you know, have been talking about like what you're going to do this summer, like compared to last summer or whatever. And then, you know, let's say like there's an event and 
you know, you're invited and you have the perfect fit picked out, you went shopping or whatever it is that you do to get yourself ready. And then that moment comes and you just start to make all of these different excuses for why you're not going to go. This is something that happens all too frequently with girls that are out here wanting to practice the hot girl summer behaviors, but they keep falling short. Don't beat yourself up. It's a process. However, if you really are trying to grow, you're trying to make some changes, just allow yourself to be in the moment and and let it happen, you know? It's not about being an introvert and doing something that's extroverted. Not every event out here to attend requires you to be somebody different from who you are. But just allow yourself the opportunity to be in places and spaces where you can interact with like-minded individuals, you know? Um, Allow yourself to step out of your comfort zone. At least it's just for like an hour. If you're really, really uncomfortable, you can leave, okay? But, you know, take that leap. And for us who... I know there's some of us out here who have those friends who are like, please invite me, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come, and then they don't come. Do not give up on them and do not give them attitude either because not everybody is extroverted, not everybody can, you know, in that moment all the time rise to the occasion. You know, it's a process. The way that people feel within, sometimes they can't articulate it, but it doesn't mean that they necessarily feel good. Just do your best to be their cheerleader. And then when they do rise to the occasion, celebrate that as a championship win. It may seem like it's not a big deal to you, but it might be that one thing, like you may have a friend that suffers from anxiety and you don't understand it. You don't know what that feels like. You don't need to. What you should know though is that person, how they feel, that is real to them. Be good for them. Be a good friend for them. Be supportive. Don't give up on them. Don't stop inviting them out. Don't give them shit because they didn't make it even though they said that they would. Like You can tease them, but don't go too hard because you really don't know where they're coming from sometimes. You know? Be an agent for growth and change within your own life, as well as if you can, other people who you love. You know, that's all a part of, you know, loving, loving each other, loving the process. It's hot girl shit. That's my number four. Number five, um, yo, out here in these streets, it's become like, I don't know what you'd want to call it. I call it, it's it's like, there's like a campaign against honest people. Yeah, honest people. We're out here getting a bad fucking rap. Um, and I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, honest people, we're out here, we're in the minority and it's it's not a good feeling and i as an honest person i'm here to advocate for other honest people in your life okay 
most of us honest people, we suffer from this issue where, you know, our tone is not always well received. It can be taken as harsh, brash, abrasive. Um, these words, they usually have an SH in it, you know, and it's uh, associated with negativity, right? What I'm saying is that may be true, okay? And as an honest person who is also self-aware, I'm working on my tone, but I'm not changing my honesty for you motherfuckers. I'm not doing it. It's not fair to expect people in your life to sugarcoat your bullshit. It's not. And I know that there are people who do it. They either sugarcoat, they keep quiet, they, you know, do roundabouts instead of like going and attacking the actual topic at hand and all of that. You know, I'm not about to knock them. Everybody has their own approach. I just know my approach is honesty and it's effective because my point is to get the message across so that it can be received, taken in, and let's, let's now work towards being agents for change. That's, that's usually what my intention is. It's rarely that it's not that, all right? So, you know, I was in a situation recently where I was told that, um, I'm a hateful person. And anybody who really knows me knows I'm I'm not that. There are things that I despise, right? I I despise racism, I despise misogyny, um sexism, I despise liars, I despise um people who help those that behave like that to like revel in that sort of behavior without any like consequence or excuse I'm definitely um I'm not on it however um what I'm not is somebody who's hateful I'm I'm just not it it it's not good for me quite frankly, like it's not good for me. It's not good for um, my skin to be hateful. It's not good for, you know, my aesthetics. Like I'm just, it, that first thing, vain, it's just not. Um, but not, not only that, like it's not good internally. Like I wouldn't feel good if I was just somebody who carried a lot of anger and hatred. And I used to be in a space like, this is family related where like actions taken by people extremely close to me like hurt me and that hurt you know it's hard to come back from that hurt it's hard to heal from that hurt but you know it takes therapy it takes being honest with self talking you know you get to a point where you can grow past the hurt and let it go i think hate stifles you from growth and so that's why i absolutely do not subscribe to it especially just at this point in my life right so if someone wants me to be honest with them do not mistake my honesty for hatred 
that's crazy. I'm not that. Um, it's not fair to me. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to anybody involved in the situation to lie in order to make somebody else feel good. The truth does hurt on occasion, but once that hurt happens, well then what's next? Because something is next. And in my opinion and with my own experience, what comes next is the opportunity to heal. How do you change and do things differently? How do you heal past that moment? It's possible. Be open to it. You know, um, what I'm saying can be applied to a lot of different situations, whether it's friendships, family member interactions, work experiences, you know, that sort of thing, right? There's a lot of different scenarios in which, you know, people are just put in situations and they don't know if they should be truthful or if they should bend the, the truth a little or if they should just flat out lie. I just really encourage people to be more honest with themselves, therefore being honest with the people in their lives. You know, it just, it's a better environment. It's a better connection. It's realer, you know, and I think it'll last. Honesty lasts, lies don't. The people that show up in your life and are honest with you, make them a priority when you decide to give out all your love and energy. We honest people, I don't think we're getting enough love, you know, and we should. We should, you know? So this is as an advocate for, for honest people, make us your priority this summer. Love us, we're fucking awesome. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, all jokes aside, you know, um, if you're somebody who like, you're extremely sensitive, you're very emotional, you know, I get it. I can be too. I'm an empath. Don't watch a movie with me where people are dying. You will see me next to you or across the room in tears. Okay, I make no apologies for it either. It is what it is. I am that person. Um, I can be very emotional. Um, that time of the month, don't talk to me. A tear might roll. Um, even outside of that, like I'm very emotional. I, I am. So this is not about being tough. This is about being real. The people in your life that are real, appreciate them because there's not enough of us. And chances are the way that we love you is going to be so much more, what's the word? Like, it can change your life for the better because we will keep it real with you in a way that nobody will. And trust me, I've, I've dealt and been in situations where people have come back and like, I don't even know what I said because I can't remember half of what I say, right? I just, whatever I'm feeling, that's what I'm gonna say. People have come back to me and be like, remember when da-da-da happened and you are the only one who told me such and such, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I just wanna say, you know, I was mad then, you know, but you were right 
this, this, that, and the third. And I just want you to know I appreciate you for your honesty. The people in your life that are honest are probably the MVPs. Love us. Anyway, those are my top five, like, hot summer girl um, practices. I love the hashtag. Um, Not only do I love the hashtag just because, you know, it's cultivating some, you know, nice photos and whatnot online, but um, I'm just more so impressed with the fact that there's a message behind it that I think can be long lasting beyond you know the typical Instagram moment um it's really about self-care self-love loving others you know celebrating that and not being apologetic for prioritizing what matters yourself those around you like that's what we're on that's what we need to be about so like I mentioned early on in the podcast, I'm back. I'm here. Um, thank you so much. There's a lot of you who, you know, have been supportive, have been listening to some of the older episodes. You know, some of you are new to the podcast, so you're listening for the first time. Welcome. Um, doing things a little bit different, more interactive than before. Um, hence this video and um, I welcome you Um, you know we're going to cover our travels with our as we resume passport to Zuri Um, and one of the things that makes our podcast probably different from some of the others is simply we're we're really honest about our experience good bad in between we're very honest Um, so I'm happy to hear some of the reviews and how our trip has inspired people to um, book trips to Tanzania and Zanzibar. That's so dope. Your life is so much more enhanced just because you're going to go. I'm so excited for you. Um, One of the other things that I'll be adding as far as content is covering some of the topics that I um, review with my clients as I do Um, more client work for strategic marketing and business management. So I'm excited to share it with you guys. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Daima. Thanks for listening. Happy hot girl summer, y'all. In this episode, you've enjoyed Realer by Megan D. Stallion, who blessed us with the Hot Girl Summer 2019 hashtag. Shout out to her for the inspiration for this episode. We produce in Brooklyn, New York, under Song Model Management. A special thanks to Vicky Cassis for producing the track. 
vibes for I Am Gaima, a podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening.